1: I have to admit, when we first flipped the coin on this, I was a little bit dismayed. Because mm-hmm. I've always thought backwards compatibility is quite important to have in consoles. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, video games need to have a culture. And to have a culture, you have to be able to access the video games of the past. You have to remember those lessons. Yes. But when I started thinking about it, some of the arguments against it kind of made a little bit of sense to me. Okay, like what? Like, um the fact that you might want to seriously alter your hardware and admittedly that was sort of what Nintendo did when they brought out the Wii which was still backwards compatible with the GameCube but mm. only if you like bought the classic controller to go with it but <laughs> i support streamlining as a general evolutionary process and i liked that the whole concept that they were stripping down the uh, the whole idea of a controller there and backwards compatibility does sort of get in the way of really shaking up the idea of what we're doing with the controllers because controllers basically haven't changed as a technology since uh, the DualShock on the PS2, unless you want to count VR controllers, which is another end thing.
0: <laughs> sure. Well, I guess you, you you technically could count VR controllers, but so the DualShock as having two joysticks.
1: Yeah, two joysticks. And then it's always uh, the four... Like the D-pad on the left and Mm. the four buttons on the right and the two shoulders and two triggers. Sure. And that's been basically every... I mean, the N64 controller was a disaster, but once they worked out (laughs) the DualShock, everyone's been following that pattern. I mean, the GameCube is a bit weird, but it still follows the basic pattern.
0: I loved the GameCube controller, just as a little aside... Uh, but, you know, I, I guess I would argue that I think any sort of medium, any sort of art form needs some standards and those standards can change over time. But if you are a indie level game maker or any game maker, you need some standards to adhere to. Mm. And so, you know, we need controller standards.
1: Well, that's, I guess that's what I'm talking about. That's what it is now. It's the standard controller.
0: Right. And, and so then your you what your argument here is that if you always have to shoehorn in older games, you can never really push the medium forward basically i I like that as a concept uh i that I feel a lot of different ways about this whole backwards compatibility thing i'm i'm always I, I'm usually yelled at because I am on the side of of kind of Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft, where it's like, if they don't want to release the games on their new systems, they don't fucking have to. Like, it's their system, you know? You also don't have to buy the new system.
1: Mm. And uh, emulating an older system can, as I said, be quite a weight on a new piece of hardware. Mm. Especially when a new piece of hardware has to be as streamlined as possible to fit in a console box.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And they could have just jammed a PS2 into the PS3 with it, but it would have been a bit fatter. (laughs) <laughs> and an already fat console, right? Right. You know, I liked your
0: I liked your thought about how far back we should go.
1: Yeah, because uh, Nintendo for a while were just sort of doing the previous console, like mm. the uh, the Wii could do GameCube discs, and mm. the Wii U could do Wii discs, but not GameCube discs.
0: Right. And then they switched up the format to little cards with the Switch, so you can't do any of that other crap.
1: Ah, uh, well, you can always download stuff now, I suppose. <laughs> That's right. Handhelds did the same thing. The original DS was compatible with GBA carts. They had a little GBA cart slot in the bottom.
0: Yes, I remember.
1: And then the 3DS could run previous DS carts, but that GBA cart slot was gone. <laughs> Sorry, asshole. Moving with the times. <laughs> Keep up, Grandpa. Yeah, All those cartridges from the cartridge days are all so much Fisher-Price plastic now. It's really true.
0: It's really true. And I mean, the cartridges, that's a, I think that's a whole other topic, is like how weird the cartridges were, because like how small the actual board for an NES game is and how big the cartridges is, it's always a, a ridiculous thing to me.
1: Mm. And of course, Nintendo trying to do a cartridge console in the N64 when everyone else was moving into CDs was one of the classic blunders of gaming history.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, and who knows why. But but here's what I will say. Here's here's my little story about like why I also think it's important that consoles are backwards compatible. For a, a long time, for several years, I worked at a video game store. Okay. We sold, you know, used video games and used movies, and it was a wonderful time. And this was right around the PlayStation 2 launch.
1: Funnily enough, I was working at a... Uh, EB games at around the time of the PlayStation 2's launch, but only very briefly as a Christmas temp.
0: Oh, how how funny are parallel paths? Mm,
1: that would have been around 2000, yeah? Uh,
0: yeah, a little after 2000. That
1: was when the PS2 came out.
0: Well, then there you go. Uh, But I guess what my what my story is, is that, you know, parents would come in and you had a GameCube, you had an Xbox and you had a PlayStation 2. And, you know, the question is which one to buy. And I would always, you know, unless, of course, they were looking for Mario games. Oh, if you're looking for Mario games, you got one option. But if you're just looking to play every game ever, you can play all of those games and you can play all of those games. And you're like, what a selling point that was
1: for the PS2. Sure.
0: Yeah, because you can play PlayStation 2 games and you can play PlayStation 1 games. Hmm. Go nuts.
1: The PS5 is going to be backwards compatible, isn't it? The new one. Uh,
0: with certain games. They have not. Una- they have specifically not said that it will be compatible with all PlayStation 4 games.
1: Uh, with certain. <laughs> I remember the, the Xbox 360 was doing something similar. Or was it the Xbox One? It'll be compatible with certain Xbox 360 games.
0: yes yes
1: that's always the trick isn't it consoles these days it feels like you might as well make them backwards compatible because so many of them are basically just pcs in little boxes
0: well that that was uh, another point of mine which is like everything's they're just reading information off of a disc there's no reason why the playstation 5 can't be backwards compatible with every playstation 4 game
1: well there's a lot we don't know about hardware I suppose. I'm sure there's some very good reason for the PlayStation 5 not to be automatically backwards compatible with anything you shove in there and (laughs) the comments will be quick to inform us. Some
0: very important reason that's not a literal software switch saying nope, nope, nope. That does make me wonder. It might have, I-, I guess, you know, it might have something to do, I know there's a ton of new next-gen tech going into the PlayStation 5, you know, audio awareness and so much blippity bloop. Uh and- could be the
1: specific characteristics of the PS4 that are now somewhat obsolete, but which some of the games depend on. Sure, sure. That now the PS5 has streamlined out, going back to my streamlining point. <laughs>
0: Ah, ah, uh, uh, uh. that's that's just a lack of understanding of me and the hardware involved in video games
1: but it's entirely possible that console developers just don't want to support old games Got to move forward. Got to buy the new thing. Because console manufacturers, hand in hand with the AAA game developers and publishers, are always pushing the cutting edge. Yes. they are always saying you've got to be right on the forefront or everyone will think you're a loser. You want (laughs) to have the best graphics with all the shiny, visible sweat drops appearing on people's model, extremely realistically modeled faces. Absolutely. And consoles in particular probably feel they have a duty to embody that cutting edge because they are the most accessible form of gaming to the general public.
0: Sure, but are still, uh, I would call them a luxury product, and they want to be a luxury brand, so their new titles need to look as crisp and sweet as they possibly can.
1: Yeah, that's not going to look as crisp and sweet if they're having to display PS2-era games or whatever. Uh two-year-old games, ew. Especially not PS1-era ones. <laughs> well there's always emulation and a lot of these old console exclusives end up on pc although some don't sony are pretty bad at that right i've long said it would be nice if uh infamous or infamous 2 could have a pc release i mean mm-hmm. it'd be win-win for sony i mean they're just sort of sitting on that they could just put it out and get a whole bunch of extra money from the
0: crowd. <laughs> Well, not just extra money, but also, like, good word of mouth. People will be talking. Yeah. They will be talking about the infamous Sony finally opens up their vault to the lowly PC players. Oh, Sony, PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. It would be it would be free advertising, really.
1: Nice. Silent Hill 2 got a Steam release as well. Mm. But uh, apparently Konami just lost the code for that. Wait, is that know. true? <laughs> I don't know if a full story, but... Uh... Konami are run by jerks, and uh, <laughs> apparently they just lost the code for Silent Hill 2. They just straight up lost it. Yeah, I remember hearing somewhere that to, in order to archive it, they just printed it all out, and then removed it all from digital storage. So somewhere there's just boxes and boxes with reams and reams of code for Silent Hill 2.
0: <laughs> that sounds like something that's not true.
1: Well... Uh, a slightest amount of Google research could probably tell me, but I cannot be asked.
0: Oh no! And you know, like I believe it's true. Like that's just such a dumb decision that it it you want to believe it's not true, but it's also such a dumb decision. You know it is
1: true. I just idly Googled Silent Hill two, printed out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's nothing. It's just Silent Hill two art prints. Oh. Uh, well then, you've been debunked, friend. <laughs> Sound 2 source code lost. There we go. Konami yeah, lost okay. the source code of Sound 2 and 3, resulting in HD Collection's poor quality. Yeah, I knew that much. Read it. Okay. I'm j- I just, find, just finding like a news article on a site called Gaming Bolt that I've never heard of. Mm, dubious. Uh, In an interesting turn of events, it has been revealed that Konami has lost the source code for Silent Hill 2 and 3, which resulted in a massive bug-quashing period for the developers porting the games to the HD consoles. They had Mm. to work with an unfinished build, and had to fix some issues that the original developers had to fix in their final build that they no longer had. Well, nothing to hear about printing it all out. So uh, (laughs) So is that
0: something you just made up?
1: Perhaps I got misled somewhere. Perhaps I (laughs) dreamed it. Uh,
0: Well... In any case, back to the very... I think the the real problem with, like, whether or not consoles... Whether it's important for consoles to be backwards compatible is, once again, wibbly.
1: It's... it's mm, mm, Yeah, it's hard to... The phrase important to have backwards compatibility, it's it's sort of a... It's a bit namby-pamby phrasing. You could have said, <laughs> uh, is it vital for a console to backwards compatibility? And uh, obviously not because all the console really needs to do is run current games. Right. And that's obviously not vital, because there are plenty of consoles that aren't backwards compatible, that seem to get by perfectly well. Well,
0: and it's like there, you know, also there, there is an amount of work that needs to be put in to make games run on newer systems. And so if a console can be backwards compatible all the way until the original NES, you are also discounting the amount of work that needs to be put in to make those old games run on the new systems,
1: I suppose. But let's take a step back and look at the broader picture here. Oh,
0: shit, I'm stepping
1: back. What is the responsibility of these uh, people to maintain the history of gaming? Because as we're all aware, uh, if we forget the past, we're doomed to repeat it. And one of video games' biggest problems is that it has no long-term memory. Right. That's why we're constantly getting stuff like L.A. Noire, just to pick an example out of the air, which goes, Hey, look, we've invented adventure games. <laughs> Look, it's a it's a third-person, over-the-shoulder sandbox game, but guess what? It's not about shooting things. What? Shooting things is in it, but it's not about it. you got to solve an uh, adventure game interactive detective story by looking at clues and putting together answers. This is a new thing that we invented. Look at it. And meanwhile, there is the entire history of PC gaming in the 90s that would like to have a word.
0: just just waiting at the door tapping their toe yeah Uh, i i think the makers of video games and the makers of consoles have zero obligation to preserve gaming history i believe much like what journalists are supposed to do for news and history of the world games journalists that is the job of a third party
1: okay so whose job is it is it our job, the game journalist? There, does there need to be some kind of national institution like the British Library that will record a copy of every game made? I, be- I believe so. You know, here we have the Library of Congress.
0: Uh, oh. And I do believe there are games in the Library of Congress. I might I might be wrong about that. I'm about to do a Google search, though.
1: Do they have to be, like, specially classified as culturally important, though? Library of Congress video games. Yeah, there are there is uh, something called the game canon hmm. which is a list of games considered for preservation by the Library of Congress. So, it's not they don't automatically keep a copy of everything. Some games have uh, are considered. But it's quite a small list actually looking at it on Wikipedia. What? Um there's only there's only 10 games on it. Shall I list them off? G- uh, yes, what what games have
0: they decided need to be preserved for all time?
1: Okay. Space War exclamation mark. All right. Star Raiders, I'm not even sure what that is. Star Raiders, Zork. Zork, okay. Tetris. Yeah,
0: that makes sense.
1: SimCity. Sure. Super Mario Bros. 3.
0: Interesting that they went with 3. I mean, yeah, it's a fine game.
1: Uh, Civilization 7. Oh, no, wait, I misread that. It's Civilization 1-2. Oh, okay. Doom, the Warcraft series, and... Sensible world of soccer, <laughs> <laughs> and this is just this is just like a, a suggested thing that the Library of Congress is considering, apparently.
0: Sure.
1: <laughs> wait a minute. It says here in September 2012, the Library of Congress already had 3,000 games for many platforms and about 1,500 strategy guides
0: yeah i'm I'm here at the at the library of congress. gov uh, with an interview with David Gibson, who is in charge of their video game collection and there is quite a few titles here. Okay, I see the fallouts so no there's there's a lot right. Uh, The collection as it now stands consists of about 3,000 games of a wide variety of platforms, 1,500 strategy guides, in addition to descriptive documentation that comes through copyright uh, with the game, about 50 examples of gameplay footage on VHS or DVD. So not only is it up to us journalists or you journalists, I'm just a commentator. As, uh, as i'm I a
1: critic we're, we're on the borderline
0: yeah we're we're in the we're in the gray zone but uh as it turns out the government is also holding on to a bit of history
1: well who cares if they've got a couple of dusty box jackets on some shelf somewhere that will never be played again for we have the internet mm. which is which has naturally formed into an archive of literally everything
0: absolutely we we have uh, Us as humans, we have the collective human knowledge of everyone ever. Uh, And sometimes that's not a good thing, but sometimes, you know, it is a good thing.
1: (laughs) Well, I think in line with the copyright law, there should be an amount of time. And after that amount of time has passed, you no longer sell a video game and it's just made available to play on the internet for anyone.
0: I agree with that statement.
1: A complete archive of our video gaming history. The the source code
0: is then up is is open for anyone to make playable or not. Absolutely, I think that's a fantastic idea.
1: Well, that might be hard. Not everyone holds onto their source code, apparently. <laughs> but I'm sure there's some way to extract it from. Sure. If you got an old copy of Silent Hill 2 on PC or something.
0: Hackers can do amazing things. Let's just let's just be honest about that. Uh, Yeah, no, I think that's all right. So I guess where this little tangent started from is, do you think, do you personally think that video game makers or console makers are under any um, need to preserve the games?
1: Well, I suppose not when you put it like that. I mean, as you say, it's the culture around video games that creates the culture. Mm -hmm. Wait, that came out wrong. (laughs) That's <laughs> but their responsibility is just to make the video games. It's the responsibility of the surrounding infrastructure to mm-hmm. create the culture of video games. Yes. So, yes, it's probably our job. But at the same time, it is nice for a console to be backwards compatible. That's true. It's very nice indeed.
0: That's true. And, and, and I suppose um,
1: since I already made the argument that you have to cut off how many consoles you're going to support after a while... Mm-hmm. You can't expect the switch to be supporting every console back to the NES. So at some point, like backwards compatibility can't be relied upon as a cultural preservation device for mm-hmm. that reason. Right. So the responsibility lies elsewhere. Man, I, I think I've just talked myself out of wanting every console to have backwards compatibility.
0: <laughs> well, you know, like like we keep saying, it's a case by case basis where. Well, as we're talking about the PlayStation 5, which as of recording is not out yet, playing a PlayStation 4 game on a PlayStation 5, theoretically, not knowing anything, should be a simple endeavor.
1: But... Well, yes, in fairness, yeah, this isn't really a a culture issue, is it? It's just maintaining the shelf life of uh, games that are still very new.
0: Right, right. But... I think equally, there's no possible reason that a Wii U game should be able to be played on a Switch because they are just so fundamentally different of devices. Hmm. And so and so, you know, what we're what we're asking for here is you either need to innovate the crap out of your console or allow us to be backwards compatible.
1: Yes, (laughs) although we obviously can't enforce that no oh
0: we we hold no power whatsoever
1: well thanks for listening
0: <laughs> so <laughs> much for that i'm so sorry I, I really thought that you were about to start with something but hey we we did great there we had a fun conversation about uh backwards compatibility Dumb, and Blah, dum, lum, lum, lum. oh and yahtzee's done so that's fine
1: um, uh, that's fine but hey i don't know there's got to be more to this
0: uh, I, you know what? I honestly don't know if there is. I think this is a pretty light uh, topic. Uh,
1: yes. Although it, I think it's turned out to be slightly more nuanced than I originally thought. Hmm. Well, there you go. All right.
0: You. So you did it. You opened up your own mind, Yahtzee.
1: There you go. I've I've expanded my horizons.
0: And remember that if you if you haven't watched the episode this is based off, head over to uh, magazine dot com where you can watch. Is it important that consoles be backwards compatible uh, where we have our our little scripted-ish thing? It's animated. It's cute. You should watch it if you haven't.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It was a little bit strange this week, but it's fun. I blame myself. It's all right. It's all right. That
0: means Yassi blames me too, but that's great. We'll be back next week.
1: Can't all be world beaters. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed that. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.